everyone. Welcome to DNA. Today, our special guest is Kelly Wong. Study abroad is becoming more and more popular, especially going to US and Europe. But it is also a very, very big decision. So today, I wanted to invite Kelly to share her experience studying in US. She started college in China, but very quickly she made her mind to move to US and she finished her college at Brown. Now she's working at a startup in California, having a wonderful California life. Uh, so today I'm really looking forward to learn Kelly's experience. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Why don't we start with why you decided to move to US to start a college in US? What prompted that decision? Sure. Uh, looking back, it's pretty much of a crazy decision. So at that time, when I was 19, I was enrolled in Tsinghua University in Beijing. Um, I was kind of an adventure-seeking personality. And then when I was freshman year there, I wondered what life could be like if I went study abroad. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm already in one of the best schools in China. The one really pulled the trigger for me was that I met some exchange students from Colombia in mm. Tsinghua. We became really good friends and we're talking about all the options you have in US, um, their experiences, and they just have such interesting personalities and experiences that I want to have myself too. So I just went ahead. So you started your adventure. I know, and I changed my life completely afterwards. <laughs> cool. So tell me about that. How was life after going to Brown? Totally, yeah. Like, Brown is a very, very special place. I say I really loved the four years experience. Um, the favorite part is really the people and then the resources that's there that allow me to create the experience I want. Uh, the people here are so different from Tsinghua. They're all great students and very talented and driven, but they're so diverse. You have like this guy from Europe doing his own like computer science animation plus ballroom dancing. And then there will be um, some other like hardworking American students ready to go to math school and studying just as hard as my friends in Tsinghua. They will be studying mm -hmm. Friday night when everybody else is partying. Wow. You know, so there's like huge diverse student body and there's also great professors who will support you. Uh, I remember freshman year, first semester, uh, there was once I bought a cheap ticket to go to China. Two days before that, I was walking on the street and uh, run into one of the professors. I just went to her one class. We somehow recognize each other and she asked me, hey Kelly, what are you gonna do for winter break? I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take the 6 a.m. flight. She's like, okay, so where are you gonna stay? Before that, she, I was like, oh, I'll just like go there at 2 a.m. and then sleep through the night and then, you know, take the Ooh, plane. Tough. She's like, no, 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 that's not okay. You're going to come <laughs> to my place, stay with me, and I'll cook you dinner. And she did. And I woke up at like 4. She like drove me all the way to the airport at 5 a.m. It's oh my so God. nice. She's so nice. Oh, you're so lucky. Also, I think the opportunity at Brown is amazing. Like they really encourage you to do anything you want from student groups to uh, academic life. They set a very low minimum requirement bar for curriculum. Brown's like, we believe you're smart enough to choose whatever you want. Gotcha. So you end up having people study like 
craziest things from like quantum physics to like music. I give you the opportunity to do internship and fund you if you your pay is not enough. So like below three thousand for a summer, they actually give you stipend so that you can make up for what you are getting paid. Wow, they're really taking care of you guys. How do you think the college life in U.S. has shaped your personality, your life? You you mentioned uh-huh. it. it Made your life a big change. I know, yeah. I think it just make me into the better. I'm still me, but into a better, stronger, maybe more opinionated, more strong personality. Because looking back, I felt like I've always been a little bit adventure seeking and experience seeking. That's why I did a lot of great things in Tsinghua first year as well, like volunteering. I started ballroom dancing there. I met a lot of interesting people. And Brown just gave me a bigger stage to explore who I could be. By comparing your experience in Tsinghua and Brown, what would you say is the biggest difference uh, for college in China versus U.S.? There's more choices, and come with it is the confusion as well. So you need to be much more self-aware and be、mm-hmm. comfortable with making decisions for yourself. So in Tsinghua, it's like it's a great school, but it doesn't give you the feeling that hey, you have so many choices. It's pretty much like here's three paths you can go. You can go abroad, or you can go to grad school in China, or find a job, and that's like the three things that everybody knows. Probably、mm-hmm. they will pick. And then you just go through the curriculum that's very much designed with very little choice. It's kind of homogeneous that you live and hang out mostly with your classmates that's from the same department, right?、Gotcha. So you kind of study, work, eat everything together. Versus reminds me of my college life. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't relate to that. Right, it's kind of cute though. And then in U.S., especially at Brown, I think it's a very individualistic culture.、Mm-hmm. So you're encouraged to be as unique and special as possible, and be very good at whatever you do.、Uh, so the, co- the compass philosophy is that come to school, we will provide whatever resources we can. But then it's it's interesting. It's a double-edged sword because first year I loved it so much. I took five、mm-hmm. classes, like from five different departments every single semester. Like basically explored everything I can do. Sign up for different student group, different activity talks, everything. But sophomore year I was so confused after I tried everything. I'm like, so what do I really like?、Um, <laughs> I just don't have. To- <laughs> I'm like I was so stressed sophomore year. Everybody at Brown sort of got, goes through the sophomore year lump, <laughs> where we were like stressed about making a decision because you feel like ah、oh, your life just needs to narrow down. Do you、uh, have to pick it, your major at the beginning or your sophomore year? Sophomore year. Oh, sophomore, sophomore year. year. That's kind of why everyone's <laughs> like getting confused, trying to find、yeah. where they should go. So it sounds like flexibility, autonomy is a great thing, but over flexibility could make you stressful, wandering around.、Um, are there other bad things that you noticed about going to college in U.S., especially for students coming from China? There's more good things than bad things. I would say there's stuff that's more challenging for people.、Mm. So, for example, you are thrown into a completely diverse, independent environment where people expect you to be a doubt and just make up your mind.、Mm. Whereas, I think when you're brought up in China,、uh, you're encouraged to like obey orders and obey like the norm. Well, there's what if there's no norm? <laughs> right, like, and a lot of people just get confused.、Mm-hmm. What about language barrier? 
did you have problem with language? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I would say my verbal was actually okay because、mm. I was a very outgoing and I went to a lot of student groups as I said freshman year. So this really pushed my kind of comfort zone to at least speak. And as long as you use your body language, people get you right. So actually, the hardest part, which I thought wouldn't be. Which is the writing part because、mm. when you grow up in China, you actually write, and then I thought I like my writing is completely fine, but I realized it was so bad that like I could barely pass my classes. Oh really? Oh, that's、writing. surprising. Is it because you have to read a lot of academic essay and write your opinion in a more professional way? Or sort of.、Um, so I'll give you an example. My first like really big challenge in English is in writing for my first semester social psychology class.、Mm. I love that class, and I always get A's in P problem set. So like. Choose from A B C D, right? Because、mm-hmm. you kind of as long as you get the concept, you can do it. Yeah. But then half the class score is based on writing, and the writing is so hard because it challenges your critical thinking.、Mm. So what they ask you is that okay, we learned, for example, this chapter. Now they gave you three articles from the best, like most authoritative psychology magazine, and then they ask you to write an article to criticize the author's point. Now imagine how hard it is for someone who never studied psychology before and have to criticize the most authoritative. There's nothing wrong with this guy. <laughs> I, I believe you probably also made a lot, a lot of efforts in your four years in college.、Um, yeah. To you know eventually be successful and、uh, also find a job, find an amazing job. You were at McKinsey, right? Right after graduate. So,、uh, what would be your advice for people who are considering? Uh, starting abroad, what are the key things they should definitely consider, and also make sure themselves can be successful when they come here. I would say, be prepared, and then be bold. So prepared means that just kind of the context I said, it's a very different environment. So you really need to stand on your own foot, be aware of who you are,、mm-hmm. what are the things you want to get out of the curriculum and the experience, and then be bold. Is like now that you know what you want, go. Don't be afraid. Like everything is open to you. That's kind、mm-hmm. of how you ask. Compass and even the society is structured. Like just go get it. How to be successful in application. Sure.、Um, so I heard the biggest thing in application is the essays. A lot of peers in China use、uh, the agencies, right, 中介 to、mm-hmm. like write their essays.、Yeah. So what happens is like everybody has a similar template and style of writing, which is unfortunate. It's、Actually, a cookie cutter thing. Sh- everybody looks the、right? same. Yeah, like even the template, the starting point is so similar. So I guess just be thoughtful with what you're writing and then present the best. Uh, version of yourself.、Mm. So when I did it, I also used a Zhongjie, but they are slightly different. That they are run by Americans. So their style is that you write for yourself because this is a great timing for you to like think about what you want for college,、mm-hmm. right? And we can edit for you so that it's a better story. College is a lot of partying, napping, and fast food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We start. 
pretty late. So all the students just go to bed late and get up late. I guess go to bed late, you're always hungry, so you go for night food, right? And the night food option is basically pizza, burgers, or fried chicken. GPA is super important. It's not easy to get high GPA in college in U.S. However,、no. it's very easy <laughs> for students from China to get a high GPA, especially uh math engineering courses.、Mm, I think it depends on what you take. It's a no and yes. Chinese students usually have very high scores, partially because what we pick and partially because we are so risk averse. Usually focus on science STEM classes, and then partially because we are very good students. So in America, there's a joke called Asian fail, meaning if you get anything that's A minus, then it's an Asian <laughs> fail. There is no way to pass your finals if you didn't study overnight. Ah,、uh, yes and no. Depend on what classes. You definitely need to study very very hard.、Mm. Uh, Because I don't think the school is that intense during the semester, so everybody's strategy in general is like do as much. That's not school during the school period, and then towards the final, the last two weeks, like everybody's doubled down, rebel, five-hour energy. <laughs> About to study. Sounds like my life in college. Sorority and the fraternity cannot be missed in college. They are the thing. Is that true? <laughs> I agree. I was in a like a co-ed frat.、Uh, amazing life. I highly recommend people to at least try it、mm. and see if that's a lifestyle they would like or not. It's like a beautiful house located in the center of the campus. It just kind of is a cool crowd of the campus. They kind of attract together. They went through like we went through a really crazy interview process, like three rounds to select. Oh, to like, get into、media. the sorority. Yeah, to get、wow. into it. it. It's called, I think, rush. What do they do as a sorority、uh, together? There's two types. And the different school run it differently. So for Brown, it's like you live in the house and you、mm. belong to this house. It's a both a resident and a community. I see. And then for different other school, for example, Princeton it's called Eating Club. So you only eat there. I think the first type is more fun because when you eat and live together,、uh, there's just much more chances to form a great bonding or、mm-hmm. drama story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, Kelly, for joining us on the show. Hope today's show also helps you to make your decisions when the time comes. Think about what you really want. Think about the identity you're seeking in your life, and then make a wise decisions whether or not it is a good fit for you to go study abroad. Let's say this together: What it's like to go to college in U.S. DNA, get. get.